on today's show, we talk Royal Caribbean versus Disney Cruise Line. This is Double Your WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 175. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. Today is part two of our Royal Caribbean episode. I know you heard me right, Royal Caribbean. We are just off a Royal Caribbean vacation. And on that cruise, we could not help but compare to Disney Cruise Line. We did a Disney cruise not that long ago, and it was a very similar itinerary. So with me to discuss in part two are the differences in the two cruise lines is everyone's favorite. Tech nasty. No one calls you that. Everybody calls me that. So we we did a Disney Cruise Line cruise last year and this year for my birthday i only said it like 500 times the last episode it was my birthday it was your birthday yeah i'm not sure if you knew it was my birthday we did a royal caribbean cruise and the itineraries were very similar it was nassau florida uh private island you know the cruise lines private island not my own not my own private island but Is there a reason we did the same cruise twice on different cruise (laughs) lines? Because I wanted... I mean, they really were the same thing. It was very similar. The reason we did it was because I wanted the cruise to be over my birthday. Hold on, it's your birthday? It was my birthday. I wanted the cruise to be over my birthday. I was turning 29 for the 11th time, and so I didn't want to be at home doing chores and cleaning my kitchen and doing laundry on my birthday. So I had a few things that like requirements when I was booking this. It had to be a, a a big ship with a lot to do and it had to be over my birthday. And I only had very few options, very limited options for cruises that went over my birthday. Also, I was really only looking more tropical cruises. You know, I looked at Mexico. I looked at lots of different itineraries, but you know, falling over my birthday, uh, this was the one that fit the bill. Okay, so Oasis of the Seas, significantly bigger than the Disney Magic that we were on. Oasis of the Seas can hold 6,700 people, 6,780, with 2,742 rooms. Disney Magic, smaller in length, and can accommodate 2,700 passengers in 875 staterooms. Significantly smaller. It felt smaller. So let's. This other ship's twice as big. Let's start then with the first thing because I want to, to hit certain things that we're going to compare. So we're going to compare the ships themselves, the staterooms, entertainment on the ship, the private islands you go to if you do like a Caribbean or a Bahamas cruise, the food on the ship, the service, the cost, whether or not it's good for families. And I think that should really give us a good uh, idea of which cruise line is better if, you know, if one is even better. Because in my opinion, just right off the bat, they both had pluses and minuses. So let's start with the ships themselves. We were on Oasis of the Sea on this one. I couldn't believe how much bigger it was. This was by far the largest cruise ship I've ever been on. When you get on, you're in, they like dump you right on in like the main shopping area of the ship. So, so much more shopping than the Disney cruise line. So shopping, something you want to do way less of it on the Disney ships. Very little. I was shocked. I was shocked at how little shopping I had always heard. Oh, 
the shopping on cruise ships. Because I had never done a cruise until recently. The Disney was my first. This was my second. And so I thought, you know, I, all right. I guess that's what it is. Versus this ship, which is like, all right, we've got an entire strip mall complete with like mall kiosks and just there's watches everywhere. Well, so the way jewelry everywhere, the way they do it on these Royal Caribbean ships, there are just stores, just regular stores. So there was like the Royal Caribbean store. There was the store where you can buy duty free. So perfumes, makeup, alcohol, cigarettes, things like that, that you would want to buy um, tax free. They had a watch store. They had a separate jewelry store. They had clothing. They had beachwear. They had sundries. On the Disney ship, it was like jewelry, the Disney store, or like the Disney ship store, and I think one other. Now, on Royal Caribbean, though, the way they do it is in the middle of the shopping area, they will set up different every day it's like a different shopping experience so one day we went and it was watches another day we went and it was jewelry and so they change out what's in like these center i don't even know what you would call them like kiosks or like I'm pop, sure there's a pop-up shops i'm not pop-up sure what you shop. Call i'm sure there's them. a name for it but exactly like you have seen in a mall yeah only yeah. instead of it being like 20 dollar vape pens it's $400 watches or one, but you know, $400 watches one day, another day it was t-shirts. It was like Bahamas t-shirts. So, Oh, you forgot to grab your souvenir t-shirt when you got off at the Bahamas over there in Nassau, we've got t-shirts here two for $25. And that was their setup one day. Another day it was watches. One day we got, um, uh, a charm bracelet and some charms. And so it just, it, it rotated every day. There was nothing like that on disney so that was a huge difference the ship had a full-on casino i did not avail myself of it but i walked through it it's quite it was impressive i don't gamble i don't love casinos but i have been to vegas many times and this is on par with that gambling is something you're going to see on almost every cruise ship if not every cruise ship except disney disney's the exception here and so that's important to you if it is important to you yeah that's something to note for me it was just a thing to cut through on my way elsewhere (laughs) The Royal Caribbean ship had a lot more outdoor activities. They had rock climbing, which Disney didn't have. Zip line. They had like the, the flow rider. The flow rider, yes. Flow rider, you could wave or, or surf. They had a, well, we're jumping into entertainment and activities. I mean, just hands down, Royal Caribbean was better on those fronts. What Disney had that Royal Caribbean didn't have is movie theaters. And they would show brand new Disney movies. So like when we were on our cruise. I don't want to go to a movie theater on a cruise. No, but our 14 year old did on our Disney cruise. Another Marvel movie. Another Marvel movie. But he was very excited about that. So they do show brand new movies. So I think overall, if you're looking for a lot of just outdoor activities, just more things to do on the ship, Royal Caribbean's got more than Disney does. I would say the fixtures, furnishing, fit and finish. Better on the Disney ship. I really felt it when we were in the main dining room on Royal Caribbean, which was not unpleasant. I was like, hey, have you been to a wedding you it know, was, in yeah, 2005? Because that's what this feels like. It's fine. There, At one point, we were looking in the dining room, and you were like, look, that molding has come off. Like, there I was just a, started there picking was a off stuff that was That was in no disrepair. longer fully attached to the ceiling. They used lots of mirrors in that room to make it look bigger and brighter, but like... You just look around the room, you can find mirrors that are missing. When we were in the escape room, they had a, one wall's entirely TVs, which was cool. 
and about a fourth of them were broken mm. in the arcade. That was like a real issue where, you, had, you know, one in five machines just didn't work. I really feel that Disney did not let stuff like that slide. And even just when we got off the ship, I don't know if you thought this. I definitely thought it looking back at our ship, it was not nearly as attractive as the Disney ship. Just no. looking at it. The Disney ship is beautiful when you're far away from it, when you're on it. The whole thing is well thought out from beginning to end. I didn't feel this way about Royal Caribbean. Now it that just, being said, it depends it on where you're going and what you're looking to get out of it. It wasn't bad. Like, I wasn't like the ship is ugly, but comparing it to Disney, the Disney ship was gorgeous. At no point did gorgeous enter my mind when thinking about this particular ship. All right, let's move on to let's move on to state rooms. State rooms. Um, our state room in Royal Caribbean was was nice. It was fine. On comparisons of the ship themselves, it's like, well, Royal Caribbean is gives you quantity. Disney gives you quality, depending on which one you're looking for. So I'm going to go, that's a wash. In I, one point see, each column. I don't think so. I think Disney wins on both quality and quantity. Disney, you've got like the, the split bath situation. So if you've got kids or whatever and somebody needs to use the potty and somebody needs to shower. I thought that was a got, weird, unnecessary change that just made both rooms smaller. I It didn't make our room was bigger on the Disney ship. Square footage wise, it was bigger. And the rooms on Disney, not all of them, but a good number of the rooms can hold up to five people. That's just not a thing on other cruise ships. So that's how you know square footage wise as well. It's it's smaller on Royal Caribbean. So I felt the rooms were nicer. They were more comfortable. You know, we didn't have any issues. At no point did I hear you complain about the bed on the Disney cruise. Whereas the no, Royal Caribbean, was nice. it was like sleeping on a nightmares. slab. <laughs> like, oh, do you like sleeping on a wood slab? Here you go. Have a and pillow. The air conditioning worked. Yeah. In the other room. It now, didn't work in this room. We did have a room with an extended balcony on Royal Caribbean. That was nice, but For just, it's not like the other, like the Disney veranda was bad. No, no. The Disney veranda was, was nice as well. We just had a bigger veranda um, on this particular cruise. So I, I thought both were, were good. Um, I personally, I think Disney takes the win on staterooms. I'm going to give it to staterooms as well, just because the, the sleeping experience, which is important to enjoy the room and the trip. Yeah was terrible and i wasn't the only one work. to say wasn't the only one to say it we ran into other people with the same issues and our the ac didn't work because the seal was broken on the door and so depending on which side of the room we're on dramatically changed the temperature all right so i'm gonna put the point uh to dcl okay. on this one okay. on state rooms let's move on to entertainment all right i think this is a tough one so disney has more entertainment just throughout the ship because it's Disney. You've got characters. You have characters who can wander around, interact with kids, interact with people. It just gives it a whole different vibe. They often, they'll do like dance parties and stuff. They do entertainment during dinner. So, you know, it's, it's a different vibe. Royal Caribbean, the entertainment is definitely more adult. They do Broadway shows, but depending on your taste, um, you may or may not be interested in the Broadway shows. They do an ice show. They do a water show. So they have more big shows. Disney has more entertainment just throughout. Plus, like I said, they've got the movie theaters. Um, but their live shows are Broadway level, like the versions of Beauty and the Beast. You know, like that's that is what they do. So a movie theater <sighs> is really phoning it in. <laughs> 
comparing <laughs> it to like, well, here's a Broadway show. Well, but so Disney does Broadway versions as well, but of their Disney shows. So I think a lot of this just depends on your taste. Yeah. Like it when you're your next taste. to the pool, which would you rather listen to at 95 decibels? <laughs> Yacht Rock or like a really a remix of Baja Men's? Who let the dogs Thank out? Thank you. And or would you rather have Frozen 2 blasted into your ears at 95 decibels? That was my mom's big complaint. She was like, I don't want to listen to Pixar movies. It's going to be but screamingly see, loud would, either way. I was like... I get that, but I don't want to listen to the belly flop contest, which we witnessed and was also very loud. I'll take so, a belly flop contest. I, and this is where I think it just, it depends on your personality. I think you book a Disney cruise because you love Disney. They're like, oh, we've got the only big screen TV that could be viewed in direct sunlight. They showed sports and stuff in the evening and more like adult stuff in the evening. I know my brother was watching football or something one night out on the pool deck. What's They cover the pool, like instead of the pool just closing, and I liked this about the Disney ship, they covered the pool and so you could just walk around. And so they would, again, like as far as entertainment, they would have parties in the evening as well out on the pool deck, which I thought was kind of fun. That was a nice feature. But it's not like we ever stayed up late to party. We, we personally didn't, but other people, other people don't go to bed at 8 p.m. That's an entertainment. It's I tough. think I want to give it to Royal Caribbean because Disney, you know, we just leaned on IP. It's tough. It really is. Uh, I don't know because I love Broadway, but I also love the, the live Disney shows. I'm giving it to Royal Caribbean. It's tough. I, I personally, again, like I liked the the entertainment during dinner you know my mom personally was not a fan of that so it just it's it depends I, on your personality so for the disney's dining experience that's a better experience with one fatal flaw your dinner if you go to those main dining rooms will always be every night interrupted by some performance that is like so loud and unignorable you're not going to continue your dinner conversation if that's a like a bonus surprise for you then you're going to prefer the disney ship and the food in the main dining room is incredible. You don't, you're not missing out by not doing the restaurants. Versus Royal Caribbean, I much preferred the ambiance to their restaurants and the fact that you just carry on a conversation. Like, yeah, we criticized it for being a wedding banquet hall, because it is, <laughs> and they're serving thousands of people, which it makes sense that they would take that approach. But for just being able to have a conversation with your family in okay. a well-lit room, that was the better option. So it depends on the kind, the vibe that you're looking for for your trip. You know, and I think with smaller kids having, you know, the pirate night where they come out and do a song and you're like waving your your pirate bandana, that could be awesome. That could be fun. If you're going with older kids, you maybe don't want to be doing that. You want to be having an actual human conversation. All right, so it's, since it's the vibe that you're looking for. Who are you giving the win to for entertainment? Royal Caribbean or DCL? Uh, I'm going Disney. I'm going to go Disney. You're going to go Royal Caribbean? I personally would want to do Royal Caribbean, but because this is a Disney podcast, <laughs> no, I'm no. just going to go ahead and give it to DCL. You can vote. We can split the vote. We can split the vote. All right. I'm putting one point each column. One and one. Making this It's okay if you prefer. <laughs> it's okay. This just depends Listen, on what you're looking for. You're a grown up. I understand and respect that. <laughs> now, as you are seeking out identical cruises to do so that you could do a weirdly apples to apples comparison for your birthday, it's your birthday. Is it? Yes. And you managed to get trips in which both involved private islands in the Bahamas owned by the cruise line. Yeah. We're going to compare those private islands. Coco Cay to Castaway Key. Castaway Key They're is both Disney's. written key, though. 
They're they're both written K. Both C A Y. And Disney it's Castaway Key. And Royal Caribbean, it's Coco K. I don't know why they pronounce them differently. Anyway, uh, so this one, I'm actually I I know who I'm gonna give this one to immediately. And I'll I'll tell you why. I'm gonna give it to Disney because the Royal Caribbean Island, the majority of it is a water park or a club that you have to pay extra for. You, If you want to go to the nice pool on that island, you have to pay extra. It's a club. It's an upcharge. If you want to do water slides, it's $200 per person on Royal Caribbean. But Disney had free water slides. They had all sorts of other free activities that you could do. Coco Cay didn't. It was much smaller. That's because Royal Caribbean does everything a la carte. It's choose your own adventure with your budget. <laughs> Disney is just like, hey, like you're paying twice as much, but they're not going to hit you up. And so I don't think it's fair to criticize them on this point. I had a great time on the island, but I still recognize that so much of it was such a huge upcharge. And that's where I was like, I don't think so. Um, on these islands, they both of them have shopping and they have shopping from local vendors, which I think if you're going to do a Caribbean vacation a bahamas vacation you should support the local people i mean that's I saw it's it so out. important for the most garish tie-dye tank top from a local vendor it's that i could find fantastic i love it it's fabulous <laughs> so my vote private islands i'm going with royal caribbean how about you what's your argument though i haven't heard your argument i've been over here defending and okay. making my argument what's your argument for for picking royal caribbean it's a better experience start to finish how so i got off the boat I then walked directly to my daybed within short minutes. Ah. Well, all right. Because their you, signage told me to go elsewhere. Maybe and then you the, misread the signage. The employee that I asked also told me to go elsewhere. It took us so much longer to get to where we were going. Like, get off the boat, get on a tram. It was a tram. Take a tram to, like, drop you off at, like, well, here's the tram center. And then walk down to get to some cabanas or like little cabana village. And then that's where we hung out. And you were really cut off from everything else unless you walked over to like where the, the food was. And I thought even like that whole experience was a lot more fun, better sorted, better organized on Royal Caribbean. So you liked that there was a shorter walk. It was all just right there, right off of the pier or the dock or whatever. Yeah, we got off the boat, walked to where we wanted to be. And then at lunchtime, easily walked over there where they had native roosters that were a ton of fun. <laughs> Got food easily. This is a better experience. All right. Let's move on to food. Um, I think Disney, hands down, honestly, has this. Not even a question. Yeah. So the the main dining room with Royal Caribbean, the food was okay. It was just okay. If you wanted to pay, and again, it's like you have to do the paid upgrade. It's it's kind of what irked me with Royal Caribbean throughout the trip. If you wanted to pay, the food then was very good, but it was expensive. It was quite an upgrade to pay to do, you know, dining at their quote unquote signature restaurants. With Disney, they have the option. There's, um, depending on the ship you're on, one or two paid restaurants. But by no means do you have to do that to get a good meal. Everything in the main dining room was excellent every single time. So I think food without question. Also, soda's included on Disney, which doesn't seem like a big deal. But like when you say soda, you can also get sparkling water or just regular flat water very easily. I found it kind of difficult to just find water. 
I brought yeah, that's empty, not a good thing. I brought empty water bottles thinking I would fill them up at water stations. There were signs everywhere, don't fill up your water bottle. Nothing I was like, where am I supposed to fill up my water bottle? Made this experience feel cheaper and lamer than like them quibbling with you over <laughs> over you know, a Diet Coke. <laughs> over just trying to get a Diet Coke. Yeah. What a pain. Yeah. So that, you know, I I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It's like, oh, Disney has free soda. I was like, okay, like that's nice. But I didn't think it was that big of a deal until I dealt with that with Royal Caribbean. Whereas Disney, it's like you wanted to, they had like a station just out of the pool Just give me my sugar water. Yeah. Or or just your sparkling water. I know you like your sparkling water a lot. I drink primarily sparkling water. It's just so much easier to get on Disney. (laughs) And so I'm going to lump the drinks in with food. Oh, for sure. And again, so like it really should be double points. Yeah. For Disney Cruise Lines on this one. (laughs) That and, you know, as far as I could tell, and I know there were fewer people because we were going just like right after COVID, you know, or really COVID was still a thing, but it was slowing down at this point when we went on the Disney cruise. But there were way fewer drunk people uh, on the Disney cruise. Drinking was not like the top priority. I'm going to lump this in with food. I hope you don't mind, but it just, and I I know people are going to be like, Oh, it's because there are a million kids not on our cruise because we were chatting with cast members and they were like, because of the pandemic, this cruise, she was like, it's it's strange. There are way more adults than there are kids on this cruise. It's mostly adults. So that would have been prime opportunity for people to get drunk. And that just, it wasn't a thing that I ever noticed. They, and they, in many ways, they encourage it on Royal Caribbean. Yeah, they do. Because when you're drunk, you spend more money. I mean, they, again, like... Vegas levels of drinking occurring, especially if you were out late. Yeah. Yeah. It's so we'll give. All right. No matter how you slice it, Disney Cruise Lines. (laughs) There are just a lot of ways that Disney wins on this one. I think when it comes to food, the food by far, Disney is the winner. And when you're getting food, you can't help but experience the service. Ah, service. At the establishment. Let's talk about service. Let's talk service. I don't need to even, I already wrote down two for Disney Cruise Lines. Is it <laughs> like we both are giving it they to get, Disney Cruise Lines yes. for service because the service on Royal Caribbean at times was comically bad. It was, you know, it was fine. We survived. If we'll you like, did, no, don't worry. We'll be okay. If you didn't listen to the trip report, the last episode, part one, where we discussed Royal Caribbean, there were multiple times where I was like, am I in the twilight zone here? And it's not that I expected some over-the-top person to be, like, bowing to me every time I walk by. But that's what you, on Disney Cruise Lines, that's what you get. <laughs> like, I wanted Disney Cruise Lines to dial the service down a little bit because it was intense. It was just very, like, something would happen and they would be like, yeah, it's not my problem. Yeah, it was like, essentially right. the vibe I got. <laughs> There were times where I was like, this person would rather jump off the side of the ship than be talking to me right now. You know, and it's not like I was over here being a Karen, like I was just asking a question. That was a constant theme with Royal Caribbean service. Whereas with Disney, we chatted with, you know, you on a cruise, you have the same servers every single night. And even though Disney dining is a little bit different, it's rotational dining um, as opposed to like more standards. You go to different restaurants, but your servers go with you. We got to know our server on that cruise. It's cool. We talked to him and not just, you know, us being like, this is the excursion we did. No, we chatted about him, his family. He had like a kid, a daughter close to our daughter's age. And so we talked about that. We got to know him on a personal level. 
Um, I bet his daughter's age is the age of whoever he's talking to. Well, if that's true, then bravo to him because it felt very genuine. I felt like we had a connection. I really liked him. I did not have the same connection with our server at Royal Caribbean. Every time that they would come over and be like, what did you do today? It all felt very, uh, I don't know. You know what? I know exactly what they were looking for. They were looking for us to give them a high rating because they'd be like, oh, tell us about your day. Tell us about this. Tell us about that. And then the conversation would almost always end with, when you get a survey, make sure you give us 10 out of 10. Always. And so nothing like, ever Like to the point felt, where it seemed like they were terrified. Nothing ever felt genuine. You know, them asking about our day, you know, on whatever excursion, but it never felt genuine Disney is known for their service. And there's a book you could buy called Be Our Guest that is about the Disney service model. And uh, it's written by someone who works at the Disney Customer Service Institute. Well, These are all real things. So it would make sense that that's a core competency of Disney Cruise Lines. Yeah, but that being I just said, didn't expect Royal Caribbeans to be <laughs> as... <sighs> not good? I as, don't want to say bad, but as not it good. It wasn't bad. At times it was bad. At times it was bad. I'd say overall it wasn't bad. There were times when it was bad. There was never a time on I quickly the learned like I shouldn't bad. bother to ask anybody anything, and I should not expect anyone to follow through on anything. Like Once they're out of your sight line, whether or not they come back with your drink... Flip a coin. It's like when I go to the Home Depot and I make eye contact with somebody and then I see that person like turn down an aisle because they know I'm about to ask them where something is. It's always the Home Depot where that happens. I don't know why. They're I like, oh, wait dear. until they're doing something and I sneak up on them so they can't <laughs> oh, escape. Oh, smart. Yeah. Excuse me. Can you help me find this? Ah, that's smart. Yeah, it just it's a totally different, totally different thing on Royal Caribbean. Um. And, you know, I don't care how good the training is. People are not going to hold to that unless you were treating them well as employees and paying them a decent wage. And so I really, really hope, you know, I think I hope that the reason Disney's more expensive is because they pay their employees more. Well, you know, I sure hope so. I'm putting two points in the service column for Disney Cruise Lines. Now we're going to find out how they were able to afford that when we talk about the cost. What did these two trips cost? Okay, so rather than go through the cost of our two cruises, because our cruises were different in both length, our Disney cruise was only four nights, Royal Caribbean was seven nights, and time of year was very different. We went the day after Christmas, so like peak, peak time for vacations, and this cruise we went in July. So instead, I pulled up two cruises, both Royal Caribbean, four nights leaving out of Port Canaveral, July 2024, um, both doing like almost an identical itinerary. So leaving from Port Canaveral, going to Nassau, going to their private island, and then back to Florida. Uh, so for Royal Caribbean, for two guests, $2,250 for a cruise for a four-night cruise for two people, interior room, leaving from Florida, going to Nassau, their private island. Disney's for two people, Interior room, $3,974. Whoa. So a pretty significant difference. Hold on. I'm going to load up the percent change calculator. All right. So Disney's 76% more expensive. 1.76 times more. All right. Give me with a veranda. Uh, let's see. With a veranda. Because the windowless room 
Don't do this to yourself. <laughs> All right. So for Disney, the veranda room is $44.86, and that's for two people. All right. So for Royal Caribbean, for a veranda room, it's $2,700. And obviously it depends on when, you know, the earlier you book, the better. So it depends on when they release, you know, the the dates and if promos come out. And obviously there's so many factors, but this just gives you a real quick glance at the price difference, because it is a pretty significant price difference. You know, when you do the veranda room, the price difference goes down a little bit. The It's funny. I was, I was going to say, I was looking at the, the pricing. It do, It's not that much more. Just, you know, just looking a quick Are glance at it. Are these comparable boats, though? So this, the one that I'm looking at is Allure of the Seas, which is an Oasis-class ship. We were on Oasis of the Sea. They call them Oasis-class ships. Oasis of the Sea at the time when it was built was the largest ship. So any of the ships that are comparable to size for Royal Caribbean are Oasis-class. So this is similar to the ship that we were on as far as like this these prices go. But then for Disney, what size boat are you comparing it to? I'm just, I'm suspicious that Disney isn't two to three X more. Oh, this is on the Disney Wish, which is currently their largest ship. They're they're building uh, uh, bigger ships, but but currently Wish is the largest ship that they have. So, I mean, this was the best comparison I could do. The larger Disney ship, a larger Royal Caribbean ship, similar dates. So Allure of the Seas is one of the world's biggest, and that's got 6,400 passengers. So similar to what we were on, Disney's Wish has 4,000 passengers. I wish that we could do a Royal Caribbean type ship with so much to do with the Disney Touch. The Disney employees, the Disney... I mean, what, the entertainment, not even close. I get the same deal. Like Allure of the Seas, similar to what we're on, has the same stuff. It's got zip lines, surf simulators, rock climbing wall, and a carousel. You're just not going to win on activities relative to the less expensive Royal Caribbean. I agree. Royal Caribbean had more activities. Now, that being said, at any point on the Disney cruise, did you feel like there's not enough to do? I never once felt that way. I mean, based on the prices for Royal Caribbean and what I got out of it, Royal Caribbean's super fan right here. Yeah, it's flawed, but I'm willing to live with it. Okay. All right. So for you, you're looking at the the number of activities and the budget. And these are top priority versus service level and food for you. For the you personally. Food, I mean, I, I like all those things. The activities, the size of the ship... I liked those things. If I went again, I would, I got to bring my own mattress topper. Like there's a bunch of workarounds <laughs> I have like, to engage in. I'll make it work. Knowing what I know now, I could totally just like bang through Royal Caribbean vacations and get a ton of value out of it. It's an inexpensive, efficient way to travel. Okay. You know, I said I compared it, uh, the port to a bus station, but like, that's what's going on here. <laughs> Right. We have managed to pack so many people into an efficient, into a tight space efficiently that you end up with quite an economical vacation. OK. All right. So what I'm hearing, I got to layer some things on for Disney. What I'm hearing is you were wowed by the Disney stuff, but not to a point where you feel it justifies the price. I, I love the staff on the Disney ship. I love all the fine like fitment and finishings. And furnishings that they use right. to really, really class the joint up. It's a real classy experience on the Disney boat. And, like, I, I definitely missed all the cultural stuff that Disney adds yes. on the Royal Caribbean ship. You know, we didn't—let's let's talk about that really quick. But I, I just—I had 
cheap fun on Royal Caribbean. It's cheap fun. Let's. I want to backtrack because we didn't discuss this, and I think this is also an important distinction. With like, I, I'm going to throw this under entertainment. Um, on Disney, we were able to sign up for like courses. We learned about beer tasting and champagne tasting. They were taught from, by world class experts. Yes, like sommeliers and and beer experts, people who know everything about everything when it comes to beer. To and drinking. I was like, <laughs> that was her big criticism of Royal Caribbean. But this was a Disney this was just was, like, look, let's just wrap it in education. But it and then at you can no get point was anybody ripped. This was it was some of the most interesting stuff. I learned a lot just, on the Disney cruise ship. I yes. know that's an insane statement to make, but I did learn a lot. I think that's important to to throw in and with, I miss with that. entertainment. Yeah, that was missing. And we had this discussion because there was a single wine bar in the Royal Caribbean. And we went in there one evening and, you know, ordered a glass of champagne. And the the guy working there clearly was a sommelier. He was very excited and discussed, you know, the different options for sparkling wines and, you know, what we were looking for. And then he ran off to get our drinks. And I was like, this guy loves what he does. He is a sommelier. He's working here because he loves wine. He loves talking about it. He loves educating people. The best coffee I ever had in my life. Well, we learned that that's what Disney does. They hire people who are experts. And whether it's wine or coffee, like the coffee bar we went to, Disney, which I assume where you're going with this. I would do the Disney Cruise again just to get access to their baristas who are next level. I have never had coffee so good in my life. One of my worst customer service experiences on Royal Caribbean was at the Oh, I was so disappointed (laughs) to discover they're just like, yeah, we just have like regular, regular coffee. What do you want from us? (laughs) <laughs> like you want iced coffee we got that fine because i the disney experience was like all right we have a thirty thousand dollar glass drip cold brew maker and a woman from south america oh. who dedicated the last 10 years of her life to mastering coffee beans she talked to us at length about it and it was fascinating it was really interesting yes. discussing the the cold brew drip coffee and she's like we you know because it's such a slow process oh i was you have no idea how disappointed so i was much. when i showed up that cafe promenade on royal caribbean and it was just some guy who's like what do you want <laughs> uh i'll have See, a cold brew coffee this is where and I, I had to get a punch card oh I, yeah i bought the you can buy a punch card you know for how coffee cheesy it feel it's anyway. like a subway value meal punch card this was one of my complaints about the app like if we're going to compare apps both are terrible but disney just barely beats them out and this this was one of the things where we didn't buy a, like a food or drink package but i bought i was like well i want the not generic coffee that they offer i want some upgraded coffee in the morning their upgraded coffee was really only kind of starbucks they had a starbucks and other they had a cafe that also served Starbucks, but wasn't Starbucks. And that was pretty much it. But I bought the punch card, but it's, you know, why couldn't you just put this on the app or put it on my, my room account? Look, we already covered service and established it's not great it's, on Royal I'm Caribbean. Sorry, you're right. I'm back. And the coffee punch card is part of that. <laughs> so I know, you know, you are obviously leaning way more towards Royal, Royal Caribbean. Imperfect though it may be. I'm going to say for me personally... I would rather save up a little bit longer and, and have half as much stuff to the do. The nicer, but you're having just a better experience. It depends I will, on what you're looking for. I, it is. It does depend on what you're looking for. I would rather save a little bit more money, go on a nicer experience, and you know, sip 
wine and have somebody explain to me the history of the wine or, you know, go on the aqueduct coaster because I thought that was a lot of fun or I don't know, just I felt the experience. So for me personally, I think that's where I'm I'm leaning. This is the question to ask yourself. Are you more party party or more cerebral reading reading? Yes. Right. If you're like books are from the devil, (laughs) go Royal Caribbean. (laughs) If you are interested in experiencing a master class on champagnes, do Disney. Yeah. They Disney. I enjoyed both. We did get a sushi class, but it wasn't in depth. Like we got to roll our own sushi and it was one of the only classes Royal Caribbean offered. We did get to roll our own sushi, which was fun, but I learned nothing about the, the sushi, classes are, about the handful of classes they had were half-baked. I was hoping that I would learn, you know, what, what does it take to become a sushi chef? You, like how long if do Disney you train, has a sushi class? What that's you, what you'd get. Yeah. I, that's what I, I, the like, history of sushi would be included as I'm rolling. I wanted somebody to talk to me about these things. Me too, but I'm a big nerd. So, so that's, that's me. Now we didn't experience this, but we, a friend of ours, like, a week before we left on our trip, came back coincidentally from a different Royal Caribbean trip. The stories he told, now he does not go to bed at 8 p.m. like us. He talked about things getting rowdy, rowdy to a point where he was like, they like they were playing games out on the deck, on the pool deck. And one was, you know, a, you were in teams and you had to do like a scavenger hunt on your person. If you're on Royal Caribbean and you stay up late enough, you're going to see some nudity. You're going to see some nudity. He just was, shortcut that. So he's like, it starts with certain clothing items and it ended with like piercings, but it was piercings in certain areas. And next thing you know, somebody was top. He was like, I couldn't believe it. He was like this. <laughs> Woman, like it starts out like, oh, I'll shine. The next a holy thing man. you know. Is a Jehovah's Witness? Yeah, he was shocked by this. Poor guy. So, I mean, that's, I don't think that's representative of every single cruise, but I think that's more representative of what you're going to get Royal Caribbean versus Disney. So the other big thing people asked me that I would like to touch on um, and rate on is, you know, the family, the familiness, the family aspect of, of each of these. Jeez, it's different for both. So I will say Disney, our six-year-old who was uh, four at the time, she was she five yet? She was four or five. No, she was just about to turn five when we went on the Disney cruise. She was she celebrating her birthday? Loved. She talked about her birthday endlessly. No, that no, no, she did not. She loved the kids' club on the Disney cruise. She did. We walked through it, and the kids' club is amazing. It's really nice. Every room, whether it's babies, toddlers, you know, tweens, older kids, younger kids, immaculately themed for that age range. So for little kids, it was like Tinkerbell and things like that. And then it was, you know, for older kids, Star Wars, beautifully themed. She loved it there. And they were really, they, we went to pick her up one day and she's like, she was so mad. I'm learning how to draw Mickey. Like she was so mad that I interrupted her. This one they let us walk through. It was like, I was like, is it finished? <laughs> some tables and some easels was what I saw. She wanted no part of it. No part of it whatsoever. She was not interested. She was like, do not leave me here. I'm not going. You can't make I didn't me. push it because I was like, I saw it too. I also, You're right. <laughs> yeah. I also was like, I don't want to sit in a room. Yeah. With if just... you drop me off here, I'd be mad. <laughs> yeah. She could be watching the belly flop contest. So... You know, when you're looking at things like that, um, huge difference. And obviously the entertainment is 
kids can enjoy all the entertainment. Royal Caribbean in the evening, they had comedians like adult comedians, you know, like adult only shows where you to be 18 or over. But was there swearing? There was bad words and everything. I mean, I would never swear. Stop <laughs> swearing. The G word? You're, what's the G word? Gosh. <laughs> You're not going to find 18 and up entertainment on the Disney ship. What is this? What am I rating it on? The, the number one question I got was, you know, is it as family friendly? Is it as kid friendly? Royal Caribbean. That was the thing people really wanted to know. Is it as family friendly? No, it's too drunk. It's not like outrageous and in your face, but there's just a level, an inherent level of debauchery that is going to occur on non-Disney cruise ships. Yeah, definitely don't do carnival if you're uh, questioning family friendliness. I know officially Royal Caribbean's policy is that you cannot consume cannabis on this boat, but I witnessed more than one person vaping. Oh, I, you know, I didn't notice, but I'm oblivious to everything. And it, but it doesn't surprise me. Us to each their own, but it, it, if that's something you're not you're not interested in, Disney's probably the way to go. I think yeah. you're going to see less of that. I don't know how much drinking you do. I'm not, Ten drinks a day, you better get on Royal Caribbean. I'm not judging anyone for their decisions. I'm just putting the facts yes, out there. Anyone says you, they're not judging you. I'm it's judging definitely judging you silently. I'm not expressing my judgment. Ah, good enough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So, I mean, we rated this. I don't know. There was more to do. The kids are not going to appreciate the great food on Disney. They're not going to appreciate the additional like our, fitment, finishings, furnishing, and expense. It depends on the ages, but you're right. For the most part, younger kids do not care about the food. They don't care about the how well-kept the ship is. I care about these things. Family vacation, neither is a bad family vacation. And I think for the kid, like, just as there was more stuff for me to do on Royal Caribbean, there was more stuff for the kids to do. And the thing I missed from the Disney ship was well a the a plus food and i missed all the cultural experiences which again that's you know my kids really probably don't care but i do so as far like family vacation i think it's gonna be a core memory day either way (laughs) all right i think if you're looking to put your kid in the kids club disney's the way to go is that the tiebreaker kids it could be it could be listen when give me something more when our youngest club but when our youngest was four i'm not saying it's a i don't think I don't think there's a tiebreaker to be had. I think it depends on who you are and where you are in your life. Because our daughter is six, we were able to leave her with our teens and it wasn't okay, a big what deal. What if your teens but are what, heavy drinkers? <laughs> well, that's a, that's a completely different problem for a different podcast. Um, but we were able to leave her with our teens and feel comfortable with that. When she was four in the Disney cruise, that wasn't an option. That was not an option. We had to put her in the kids club if you and I wanted to do that wine class or whatever. And she loved the kids club on the Disney cruise. So that's something to think about. Is that something you're going to need to take advantage of at some point? Not everybody has a teenager who can keep an eye on their little person. I think as far as entertainment goes, you know, it's this is tough for me. Disney also has the fireworks, which we didn't discuss, which I thought were really cool. I don't think anybody else does that. They do fireworks off the side of the ship. A real maniac move. Really fun. Um, But as far as entertainment goes, Royal Caribbean does Broadway, which I personally love. Not everybody's into Broadway. If you're super into Disney, obviously the Disney entertainment is going to be the thing that appeals to you versus on our ship, it was cats. You know, if you're not into Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats, you know, the Broadway musical, you're going to be like, who cares? 
Well, if anyone so, has been paying attention to our point system here, uh, Dizzy Cruise Line's one hand down. Did it really? That's, yeah, it wasn't even close. You fought so hard for Royal Caribbean. I'm because they did a lot of stuff better. <laughs> yeah, I, I think comparison to the ship themselves. I gave it to Royal Caribbean. You gave it to Disney Cruise Lines, and staterooms. We both agreed on Disney Cruise Lines because that sleeping experience. I was just like, yeah, that was the thing. There's that no overcoming pushed that. you over the edge. <laughs> Entertainment. I thought Royal was better. You thought DCL was better. Private islands, same deal, one-to-one. Food, we both immediately agree DCL is better. That's not a question. Service, DCL is better. Again, not a question. That's their core competency. Cost, RC is significantly cheaper. And yeah, they're going to nickel and dime you, but it's still not going to get you... even close to what DCL costs and you don't for have a smaller to pay. ship. You don't have to pay the nickel You and have dime. the option. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the other thing. And I'm still paying for like all those cultural experiences I love, those classes. I'm still paying for those yeah, on DCL. Yeah, you're right. They're not free. They are not free. Cla- like, we the should, spa we should is still going to hard sell sure. me. <laughs> we should make sure we clarify that the classes we took on Disney Cruise Lines were not free. So it's like either way, they they're going, you're going to be paying but, for add-ons on the ship. Yeah, I paid for them. <laughs> and so, I mean, for what is fundamentally and functionally the same thing, RCL is much less. So we're going to give it to them on cost, both of us. Family vacation, it depends on what you're looking for. I agree, yeah. So I'll, and how I'm old gonna, your kids are. How old are your kids, you know? I'm going to go one point each. Can't go on the uh, the boogie board, but our 12-year-old loved it. And adding all that up, Royal Caribbean, six points, DCL, 10 points. Wow. Okay, so I think really the bottom line, yeah, we had a point system, um, but the bottom line is, you know, what works for you and your family and your personal preferences. You clearly preferred Royal Caribbean. I preferred Disney. But what does I didn't what dislike Disney? No, of course. If you said we're going on a dis- Disney cruise, I would also be thrilled. And I didn't dislike Royal Caribbean. And I think that's the important takeaway as well. Like if you were like, hey, booked us a Royal Caribbean cruise, I'd be like, sweet, let's let's get packing. I think it depends on your budget. It depends on a lot of different things. You know, can you snag a deal? Can you work it into your budget? How old are your kids? You know, there are so many different things. So either one of them you can make work, I think, is is the takeaway. But there are some significant differences on uh, Royal Caribbean versus Disney Cruise Line. Yeah, I think this comes down to quantity versus quality. And depending on my mood, I'm going either or. <laughs> All right. So what I'm hearing is you will happily take another cruise, either Royal Caribbean or Disney in the future. Yes. Maybe for my birthday. Did you know it was my birthday? Last month was my birthday. Yes. It was my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless of which you choose, I would avoid thinking about FOMO because both have so much to offer. You're going to be amazed either way. I love it. That's wonderfully put. Yay. All right. I'm glad that this ended up on a positive note here. I was really worried that, you know, one would come out so far ahead of the other. Hey, one did on price. All right. I think that is it for this episode. Uh, If you're interested in booking either Royal Caribbean or Disney, we can definitely help you with that. There is a link in the show notes. We can get you a free quote on either of those cruises because both were amazing for different reasons. Uh, I have several trip reports coming up soon, so check that out. Until next time, I'll see you guys in the parks. 